0: Guess what? What? It's almost your birthday.
1: <laughs> it is. I'm only two eight, two days away from my birthday.
0: Yeah, and you're gonna be 27 yeah. all over again. Oh man, I'm Yay! So young. <laughs> Guys, I'm
1: so young.
0: We feel old, and you know why we feel old?
1: Parenting because is parenting hard. is
0: hard. All right, let's go. <laughs> Welcome to Parenting is Hard.
1: Welcome. I'm Matt. I'm Stacy,
0: And we are podcasting. That's what we're doing.
1: Yeah, we're parenting.
0: And it's hard.
1: And we podcast about it. Yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So the if you're joining us for the first time, the idea behind this podcast is simply parenting is hard. It's easier if you can have people to do it with. Yes. And so let's make a really big group to do that with yes, with a podcast. <laughs> yes. It's our own it's our own support group. Really, it started with just us needing that and we thought, well, I guess we other people could benefit from that as well.
1: Right, exactly. If they must. Yes.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> What's been going on this week, Stace?
1: Staste. Well, we're still sick.
0: Yes, well not us.
1: No, we're not our sick. Our kids. Our kids are still sick. Last week when we talked about sickness, yes. that was day 1 of them getting sick.
0: That was when you you brought it upon our household.
1: I, yes, because, because I I don't know how it would be my fault.
0: Because you said a week before that, that we should be talking about <laughs> yeah, sickness okay, on the fine. podcast.
1: I mean, I blame it on school, sick. but
0: okay. sure.
1: And then, yeah, one half day of school and then we got sick. And so we missed a whole week of school yep. and we're still recovering. They it, are still recovering.
0: And as I recall, when we uh, spoke last Friday about this, it was just McCoy and Violet were sick. Yeah. And now all four of them are sick.
1: Yep. As as expected, two days later, Bobby and Will's woke up with it. So, yeah. you know, it's right on track. That's fun. It's fine. It's all, it's just a head cold. It's fine. Nothing, no doctor visits or anything. It's just annoying and messy. Yeah. So, that's what's been going on today was our actual first day in the car, out of the house. Like, we went somewhere and they had enough energy to go somewhere. We went to a park that we could just walk around. Cool. Yeah. And we found lots of roly poly bugs, caught a jumping spider that McCoy's been obsessed with. Yeah. I was determined to catch it because he, he's been wanting one. I f- and uh, I- it's the first time ever that I purposely caught a spider and wanted it to keep it instead of kill it. So, uh,
0: no, thank you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I don't want They're that. Tiny. They're I don't tiny. want that. I don't want that. You didn't bring it home, did you? Because you have a thing, yes. you have a problem with bringing it home. No,
1: it's not in the house, no. but it's at home.
0: For reals? Yeah.
1: What in the world? It's in the bug catcher. You
0: brought the freaking spider home? Of
1: course. What in the, oh my gosh. The poor thing is not going to make it, but he is at home in the backyard. McCoy really wants it in his room, but he's staying outside. So are the roly police.
0: Now this I for sure blame on you because you encourage the bug thing. I don't need, I don't, need, I don't need more spiders in my home.
1: Well, it's not in our home.
0: I don't need it's more spiders our near home. our home.
1: Apparently they're friendly.
0: Oh my gosh. And they're
1: kind of cute. All right. Anyways, so we're trying to let them not have fear of spiders and bugs, so this is the opposite of that. And now I feel they like love there's a, a
0: healthy in between where it's like, yeah, they're cool, but I don't need to touch but, them.
1: But Poppy and Wells are like, yeah, we're good. I mean, they don't they're not scared of them, but they're not very obsessed with them either.
0: All right. So, well,
1: Anyways, that was our big day today.
0: I was reminded this week of uh, one of my genius parenting moments. Um, that is this I, your win? No, this isn't a win. Oh. This is just a, it's a freebie. It's a free tip. Free <laughs> okay. tip for the listener. You know, I just I want to I want to share in the experience. And so now, if you uh, listener like us have children that are too young to be like watching Marvel movies, mm-hmm. right? Um, but love. The superheroes. Mm -hmm. McCoy loves Spider-Man. He's all about it. So what I've done is, and he doesn't get it yet, is we'll just watch the trailers for Marvel movies. (laughs) And he thinks he's now seen Spider-Man. Or he's seen Black Panther or whatever it is. And it's great. And we can go through and watch, in his mind, Five to ten Marvel movies in about a half hour. <laughs> hey.
2: And he
0: just loves it. So um this this last night when you were doing baths, he he oh, was I can like,
1: hear it through the floor. Yeah. Through the floor.
0: Oh, because I mean I'm like, give him the experience, turn it up, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, and he's he's so pumped. It's like Spider-Man, Spider-Man, he's real right there with Iron Man and you know, whatever. And um, yeah, so he, he's very, very into that. But that is just, just a freebie. Just the kind of <laughs> genius tips you'll get here on Parenting is Hard. You can trick your kids into thinking they're watching something they're not. And then you know there's going to come a day where it's like, he's ready for these movies. He's ready to watch them. And he's going to be like, Oh my gosh, there's so much more. And he's gonna be so excited. It's gonna be <laughs> yeah. this great surprise. Yeah. He's gonna think he's seen the entire MCU. Uh-huh. And he hasn't even scratched the surface. Wow. He's just seen the trailers. <laughs> he's so lucky. He is so lucky. Wow. Yeah. All right. Well, let's get into uh parenting wins for this week.
1: Great. All right, well, this is Parenting Wins, which of course, you know, there's so many times where we're thinking, man, we blew it. So we gotta celebrate the little things when we do it right. That's when right. We, when we win and to share them together so that we all feel like we win. And
0: better. I'm excited because we asked you guys, our listeners, to send in your wins and we got a bunch this yeah,
1: week. Yeah, I can't wait to hear them.
0: So we'll keep ours short because yeah. we wanna hear yours. Yeah. Yeah. So Stacy, what's, what's your Parenting Win this okay,
1: week? Okay, my Parenting Win this week is short. And it's small, but uh, since the kids all had colds this week, there's so much so much boogers happening everywhere. So mm-hmm. many, it's so messy. And um, Wells and Poppy are not used to wiping their own noses. They sure. just, and Wells is, uh, he freaks out every time there's like one little drip. So he was waking me up all night, one night, just every five minutes. Have boogers, have boogers. So I put wipes along the, the outside of his crib so that he could reach them. Want, like, anyways, and so he could reach through, grab it, and I showed him how to do it. And so now he can wipe his own nose. Whoa. And I felt like, yes. Well, that's is, a win because this is great.
0: It's a win because you, you didn't have to wake up as much, too.
1: I didn't have to wake up as much. And he felt excited because he was doing it himself. Yeah. And then that carried on to the next day where we had a certain spot where his wipes were so that he didn't have to run to me every time to wipe his nose.
0: I, it, yeah, this is so great because I also think we've been, and we mentioned this a few weeks ago, but um, every kid's different, obviously. Yeah. But what one of the things we realized with Wells in particular is being empowered, uh-huh. like, means so much to him. Yeah. You know? And when he got... Potty trained a month ago. It, I mean, it just suddenly he was a different kid. He was happier. So it's like something he can control and he's so proud of himself. And Mm -hmm. so sometimes, sometimes that, that is a, those little things are a big deal for certain kids. So
1: wiping his own nose. It's awesome. It's great.
0: My win this week is that we've been a week of sickness and you and I are still healthy.
1: Yep, that's a win right now. I really hope that you didn't just jinx that.
0: <laughs> okay, well, yeah, that's... <laughs> I may have spoken too soon. I know. Soon. But we have... We followed our tips from last week. We've wore masks. worn masks. wearing masks. I hate it. Oh, now I hate I'm it breaking so much.
1: out because yeah. I've been wearing a mask. I know. All
0: week. It's, it's terrible. It's the but. worst. But it's better than being sick. Yeah. For me, at least. I don't... Yeah. Not, I hate being sick. Yeah. I hate it. All right, let's 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 hit up some of uh, our community wins here. Krislyn M. shared uh, that her biggest, who is six, uh, and her officially have inside jokes and it's amazing. She says most of them came from podcasts we listen to, probably ours, or books we <laughs> read. But my favorite is whenever we're reading and see that someone gasped and we both gasp loudly and say, gasp. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. I love that.
1: It's great when you have an inside joke together.
0: Yeah. Jokes with kids are funny. Yeah. It, they like, they just love to cling on to little things. Like I love to come up with funny names for things that, you know, that are, mm-hmm. are specific to them or um, that aren't normal, you know, and they've, it just becomes like their own little, now they've got something special, yeah. you know, like. Yeah, we, it's a
1: good way to connect.
0: Yeah, it's great. All right. Why don't you do this next All right.
1: one? Nathan W says, we just flew with our five-month-old boy for the first time. That is a win. <laughs> we flew from OC to Nashville OC being Orange County. I believe so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Two flights there, two flights back, and he was an absolute champion. A few fussy moments here and there, but it was literally the best considering whatever to be normal, LOL. Thankful to my wife and in-laws for making the trip as easy and successful as possible. Huge win. That is awesome. That's a huge win. Congrats, and that's amazing. If you
0: listen to our traveling episode, (laughs) you know it's not easy, the traveling It's
1: not easy, but you did it.
2: That's awesome. Oh, man.
0: Stephanie R says, both of my girls are home with COVID this week. Oh, heaven help me. I went out to the dollar store to buy some crafts to keep them busy. And of course, they both wanted a certain one. When the oldest grabbed it, the youngest burst into tears and was so, so sad. The oldest saw this and decided that her little sister should have it instead. It was so sweet. The youngest then started crying happy tears. It makes me feel like I'm doing something right. My oldest daughter also came up to me unprovoked and told me she loves me. The best feeling ever. It's nice to have the wins when it feels like everything is going wrong and turned upside down. That's why we do these.
1: Exactly. Those moments. You you got to stop and celebrate them. Yep. Keeps you going. Hang on to that. That's awesome. Yep. I hope they feel better.
0: Yeah, seriously.
1: Oh, Sam Sam M. Yes. I almost said W. That's upside down. Okay. (laughs) My two-year-old finally started saying night-night before going to bed. Previously, all we could get was a bye and a half-hearted wave. (laughs)
2: Okay, bye. Go.
0: You can go now. Wells has done that I to like me more that. than once. Night night. But the night night is nice. That's cute. There's something when they start saying those little yeah. phrases and We're like, things. I love You're like, you. Things that are like normal things you would say and they start to get it and they start saying it. It's like there's something so sweet about that. Bye. Bye. Okay, go now. I'm done with you. (laughs) You have served your purpose, father. (laughs) Awesome. Uh, Lauren R says, we just got back to town Sunday after our first road trip as a family of four. Two-month-old did okay in the car. Five-year-old has always been a good traveler. Uh, Surviving that is a huge win. Two-month-old.
1: Wow, that's awesome.
0: Seriously. Man. Okay, A two-month-old doing okay in the car is yeah. a huge win. That's okay awesome. is great. Yeah. Because let me tell you, two-month-olds wow. don't always do great.
1: I know. That's amazing. All right. Congrats and good job. You got out of the house. Yeah. That's amazing.
0: Way to go, Lauren R.
1: Uh, Rachel B. My daughter came home proud of herself because she was able to get all of her schoolwork done at school and didn't struggle as much to focus the ADHD brain as Matt. Matt, Matt understands. Yes, I do very well. <laughs> and told me I was right that getting a full night of sleep actually helps. <laughs> LOL. I'll take the win and I'm so proud of her too.
2: Yeah. That's
1: awesome. I always loved it when I could get my homework done before coming home. Yeah. It's the best. I, so good for her. Yeah.
0: Homework is is dumb. I know. Do it, don't do it at home. <laughs> Uh Yeah. Anyway, that's a, a title, whole other, homework, well, but. I know, but I mean, even as if, when I was a teacher, I was like, this is dumb. Like if I can't, anyway, whatever. That's a whole, it's a whole other education whole conversation that <laughs> you don't want to get me started on. All right. Last one is from Brittany W. She says, you understand twin life.
1: Yes, we do. Hi, Brittany. Uh,
0: hi, Brittany. Our, uh their daughter, Olivia desperately wanted their, their son Levi to give her a <laughs> high five the other night. Oh, those moments <laughs> where they just want <laughs> it. Just and the do. other ones, just like, uh, and she says, Levi was not feeling it. Brett, that's her husband, quietly bribed him with a piece of candy. Levi high-fived her and Olivia clapped and said, bro, bro did it. Yay, bro, bro. He's so nice. <laughs> little did she know what it took. Not quite a parenting win, but it made for a good laugh and a cute Olivia quote. I'm sorry. No, that is a parenting That's
1: win. a win. You made it happen. Yeah, you did. Sometimes a little
0: bribe is, you got to do it.
1: Oh my gosh. It's all, it, yes, twin life. When they're the other one's just not feeling it and you're like, they said, I love you. Say it back.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Did you hear what want she a hug. said? Want a
1: hug. <laughs> and then and then eventually I think they'll start to do it on their own, I hope. Yeah. You know.
0: Maybe. <laughs> we'll see. Yeah, no, they do sometimes. Yeah. I mean, we've seen I mean, just this week, just yesterday I, uh, and I was going to claim this as a win, but you know, it's more for not it's, I didn't do anything about it, but just Poppy and Wells, uh, they were kind of squabbling. Mhm. They they love that. uh, I love the word squabbling because of Bluey. Mm -hmm. Uh, But uh, I was like, no, you guys. And they looked at each other and just she walked over and said, I love you, bro, and gave him a hug. And he hugged her back. And then they just started playing and laughing together. I was like, this is so great. (laughs) I love
1: that, though. You got to hang
0: on to those things. The best.
2: Huge wins. Olivia
1: just hanging. Yeah. Well, Levi, I, need a, Please, I need a high five.
2: I need a
0: high
1: five. <laughs> and if you offer to do it for them, you're like, I'll give you a high five. It's never good enough.
2: Oh
0: no, 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 no. My high, five. high fives are not are clearly <laughs> yeah. not up to the yeah. standards of the of a three year old. <laughs> All right, send us your wins. We want to. We want to hear. We want to do this every week and celebrate these things because we need to. Yeah, we need thanks, to. We need for the encouragement. These. This is great. So you can send them to us uh, uh, on our website, parentingishard.com. Go to the connect page. There's a form there, and you can select parenting wins and send us one. Also, follow us on Instagram at parentingishardpodcast podcast, and perhaps most importantly, our Facebook group. This is this is where we're doing the crowdsourcing. And yeah. I I've seen some great things this week. People asking for help with things or sharing wins and other people, you know, kind of patting them on the back and congratulating. It's been awesome. Yeah. It's just love happening. That. Love it's that. so good. It's so good. So go join the Parenting is Hard community on Facebook. And then of course, always rate review and subscribe to this podcast. Yes. So you just get it automatically every week and help other people find it. We got to build the community. That's right. Yeah, we're. I mean, it's it's good, but it could be great. Even better. Yes. <laughs> All right, we're gonna take a quick break, and we will be back with our main topic for today, which is infertility, IVF, and surrogacy.
2: Woo
0: hoo! Oh. Super
1: fun and light stuff. Yeah, we're keeping it light today.
0: We'll be right <laughs> yeah. back. All right, so we talked about. Are a little bit in our first episode, we gave a little bit of an overview just of our journey in in parenting, right? Mm-hmm. And so we hit on some of the infertility, IVF, surrogacy, the the general points. Yeah. But today we'll go well a little bit more in depth on that. Yeah. I think, right? Yep. Um, we're not going to have any real tips for you this week. This right. is good. This is the first of a two part series. Yes. So next week, our friends. From Uniquely Knitted, mm-hmm. Doug and Jesse, who founded Uniquely Knitted, which is a, this amazing nonprofit that supports people struggling with infertility. Mm-hmm. They're gonna be here and we're gonna, we'll get into tips and answering more of your questions. We will share some of the, um, we got a bunch of questions from you guys and then we also got some just great perspectives from some of you who have been through this and we'll yeah. share some of those at the end today, um, but uh, we'll save the big questions. For next week, when the experts are here, I mean, obviously, we've been through it. We can give our perspective.
1: Yeah, but they're just they're in the they're in the field of being actual, like support and having like contact with a lot of people. Yeah, and, and I, I think they can give a better perspective on yeah what the community at large in the fertility infertility needs.
0: Yeah, yeah, and and uh, you know, having worked with them a little bit, we've my company's done a little bit of work with them, and. Um, one thing that is interesting that they'll have a good perspective on is that everybody's journey is different. Yes. People with different personalities re- re- react differently. Mm-hmm. Um, is probably, you'll hear, you know, as we get into it today, we were a little bit older. So it was different for us than somebody who's struggling with infertility that's 25. Yeah. Like that's a different, right. whole different thing. So we can address a lot more of that stuff next week. But today we just want to share our journey through it and um, kind of, you know, walk you through what that is so that next week when we're talking about it with Jesse and Doug, you can kind of know where we're coming from. Right. So obviously it involves both of us, but in many ways, <laughs> it involves you more because you are the carrier of the children. I am. Yes. Um, but <laughs> I guess at first, what, what, for us, what helped? How did our journey in, with infertility start?
1: Well, because we had gotten married so much later in yeah. life. I think we were 38 mm-hmm. when we got married. Something like that. Something like that. Forget. Math's hard. Well, when you get older, then you forget.
2: Right.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yeah, at 38. And then, like, I think when we were talking about our marriage story, we, got, we were saying how we got married later and then realized we're not going to like wait around. We're just, you suggested let's just get checked out just to make sure so that we know what we're dealing with, you know?
0: Yeah. I think I thought, you know, we're older. There's a good chance that something could be wrong. You hear about that a lot and I'd rather find out instead of wasting time trying to only find out later that it was. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And in some ways I'm really glad that you just, said that out loud, because I know as a woman, it's always the fear for us, like that clock that you're running against, like, oh my gosh. And then if you know people around you that have struggled with it, or if it runs in your family, it's just so much extra stress that you're carrying by yourself. Like, oh my gosh, what if I get there and it's not going to work? And you know, I'm glad that you brought it up and just said, just kind of put it on the table. Like, yeah. let's just check. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. Maybe there's something wrong. With that. Like, maybe I have stuff. Maybe you have stuff. But let's at least know. So, I'm glad you brought that up. And I was a little shocked. Like, okay. And then. I think it was on our honeymoon. Yeah, you did. It was on our honeymoon. <laughs> I'm like, really? Okay, well. It, it's just better than having left it. I would have probably left it alone for a while and been like stressing about it until you brought it up or something. But I'm glad you did. And, right.
0: Because most of the time, just so listeners, you know, if you go to a, a fertility specialist mm-hmm. and you're, say you're younger than we were, mm-hmm. right? And they, the the first question they're going to ask you is how long have you been trying to get yes. pregnant? And if you say less than a year, they're going to send you home.
1: I know. Which is also, you're like, well, I wouldn't willingly want to come here. Like, <laughs> right. So I have to have gone through several disappointments before I can come to you. So right. it felt like we were trying to be proactive, and they're like,
0: "No." Well, for for us, they were a little because we were older. They were a little, well, yeah. Bit then we more, told them our age. Yeah, then they're like, "Oh, well, I think they knew looking at me." They <laughs> Stacy looks ten years younger than me. She is actually eight months older than me. In fact, her birthday is this weekend. Yay! Um, yeah, I think a lot of people would try for maybe six months and feel like, oh, we need to go check get checked yeah. out. And most infertility or fertility doctors would tell you, the I think the average time people it takes people to get pregnant, even somebody who has no issues, is a year.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Because the timing of the thing, when you start getting into the, the timing, science the of it science all, of it how it all... It is
1: truly a miracle.
0: Like the fact that teenagers can just like accidentally get pregnant and mm-hmm. like it's like it's just crazy when you think of all the things that have to go into, well, mm-hmm. and then anybody can accidentally get pregnant, but you, you hear about stuff like that. But it's, yeah, it's crazy because there's so much timing and
2: little things it that have to- It is
1: truly a miracle. Yeah. Never really understood at all. Yeah. Until it's broken down so scientifically and it, you know, it's yeah. really very amazing and yeah. a fascinating process. And then you add all your emotions to it and it gets a little more complicated, but-
0: Yeah. So, yeah. let me, before we get into the next steps, like, what are some of the things, uh, I mean, I can speak from my experience, but what are some of the things culturally or just in people we know or whatever that, like, added pressure to that? Like, for you, even that response of, like, oh, I don't, I mean, really? And yeah, now we're glad we did it, but.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, again, as, a, as someone who I'm, like, watching the clock Tick by getting older and older and older, and just like feeling more sad. I'm like, I'm probably not gonna have kids, and then finally getting married, and then you know having to go through that, and then also just there was also just for me and my family. I mean, my both my siblings were like rabbits. They had
2: (laughs) (laughs) so many children, knocking them out,
1: and didn't try. Right? You know, like it just like there was no effort and it just was just so right. easy for them. And I know that happens a lot for people where yeah. it's just like super easy for some people. And I just, there was a little bit of that frustration, but because we started so quickly, I know that that is more frustrating for other people having gone through months and months and months and months or years right. and trying and just that disappointment every month when it doesn't work. Yeah. Anyway, so yeah, getting started and going in was, it was scary Yeah, you're just admitting that I'm not gonna be able to do this by myself. Yeah. And now we need this whole entourage of people to well, help. And it takes away a lot of the exci- like the excitement of it and mm-hmm. it becomes more mechanical and yeah. I don't know.
0: <laughs> well, and for me, and and I know we talked about at the time, also hearing the voices of there are just people out there who are a holes, right?
1: Totally. Like
0: there are just and you know, people had said some pretty horrible things, I think, right before we got married. I mean, before we got engaged um, or in that time period of the year or two before that, uh, you know, like, you know, I I actually had a friend of ours say to us, uh, you know, when-
1: Previous friend. Previous, (laughs) yeah, (laughs) Yeah. former
0: friend of ours say to us, you know, Stacy needs to stop talking about the, like having kids someday. It's starting to sound ridiculous with how old she's getting. Yeah. I mean- Now, you know why maybe that person is a former friend, but um, that (laughs) kind of stuff. But people say things like that. And then it puts this weird, like, I'm failing, I'm behind, whatever. And then the fear of like, well, now if we go and find out and we find out that that's true, are we just like uh, validating Mm -hmm. these terrible comments that people made? So Even there, the,
1: like the comments from family, that are like, when are sorry. you going to have kids? Boy, you better get on it. Are right. you guys trying yet? Like, you know, you're not getting younger. Like those comments, that, why do people say stuff like oh, that? It's the worst. It, like, when is it ever a helpful or appropriate thing to say? It right. never makes the person hearing it feel better. No. Or happy. No. No, it's terrible. I don't understand why people say that and I never know what to say. I'm like, yeah, thanks for that.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. You just never know what people are going through too. So. Right. Um, Yeah. So anyway, you walk into it with all of, all All of that. that. Yeah. And, and, and for me, I think there's that bit of like, if it's, if it's me or if it's, personally, I went into it going, I don't know why I just had this gut feeling. It was going to be me. Hmm. Like,
1: it's gonna
0: be me. Yeah, that's more fun than yeah. the it's gonna be me in my situation. But um yeah, no, I just I you know, and but there's and there's that weird thing of like all right, this is like a a a thing that just you're supposed to be able to do. Like not even right. a, not even a skill that you have to learn, it's, like it's, it's
1: it's involuntary. It's like
0: breathing. You're just supposed <laughs> to be able to do this thing. Yes. It's part of our like actual nature
1: yes our makeup
0: and like our our drive is to to procreate and you maybe I can't do this and then so we went and got tested and we find out uh pretty quickly I had a low count Mm -hmm. and um and then that you had later we found that you had a one side that was blocked. Yeah. But the other side was not. Right. And actually, the the uh, fertility specialist said, you had the uterus of a 21-year-old.
1: Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. And I said, all right, yes. <laughs> insides are young. <laughs> Take that all you a-holes out there. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. So, if it was just her, because th- it's kind of a, it's a 50-50 then, because yeah. one side, they weren't coming down, basically, yeah. the, the eggs weren't. Uh, but he's like, if it was just that, that you just, you know, you just keep trying. Yeah. But the combination of the two, he's like, it's not impossible, but it's going to be pretty tough between those two things. Like yeah. I wasn't super like low, low, low.
1: Right. Low, but low, it would have been uh, a longer
0: yeah. time. Yeah. And have a long time. Maybe not have paid off. So because of our age, he was like, yeah, we should get started right away. Yeah. So first thing was IUI. Mm-hmm. We um, only did
1: that twice.
0: We only did that twice. You yeah. do some shots, and you know, you give a sample, and yeah. then they put it in and hope that things work. Yeah, right. It's it's the uh, the baster approach. Yeah. And the what? The baster approach. The baster, right? You know, <laughs> turkey baster. It's turkey baster. Okay, just okay, like okay. yeah. Do I need to do I need to go further no, than I that? No, I just
1: wasn't sure what you said. Okay, okay, okay. got it.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> So um but but okay I want to say this too is uh if you're considering or not considering if you're if you're faced with this mm-hmm. infertility dealing with this and all of this what they don't do a good job of or at least in our situation mm-hmm. is giving you there's a lot of assumed knowledge. Yes. And so man I wish these fertility clinics would have like an orientation
1: or even like a video they just pop in and they're like this is what we mean when we're talking about this or you should expect this every time you come to the office.
0: Yeah. And if this doesn't work, then these are your options or this is an option yeah. and what this means because there's a lot of, um, what's the word? Uh, abbreviations or uh, what's it called? Uh, Like IVF and IUI and all that kind of stuff. Why can't I, acronyms? Acronyms. Holy moly, my (laughs) brain ain't working. Um, So uh, there's a lot of acronyms and they just spit them out there. A lot of times they're very, you know, they're doctors and stuff. And you're like, I don't
1: know what that means. (laughs) Here's a packet. (laughs) Like, oh my gosh, this is a lot of information. And and I feel like
0: we're pretty... Vocal people, and mm-hmm. so we'd be like, "What does that mean? What are you talking about? Wait, uh, wait, 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 wait! Explain again." Um, but I could imagine somebody else who's a little shy or a little quieter going in there and just like walking out, going, "I have no idea what just happened. Oh yeah, I don't know what we're doing. Oh, yeah. I don't know what I just signed up for." Nope. <laughs> there, so true. There was one. There was literally one visit where the doctor came into the room. You were already in the in the. Seat. Mm-hmm. He you were there. He was there to do a, a quick ultrasound, ultrasound. Yeah. He was in the room, did the ultrasound, said, "All right, looks good," and was out of the room in less than a minute. Yeah. It was like, what just happened? <laughs> and <laughs> just I had to be like, by. wait, 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 wait. Um, questions, and he's like, oh, oh, oh okay. Like, but just there's there was no yeah, thought for that. So. He- Make sure to ask.
1: L- we learned in the beginning, yeah. like from very early on, we had to go in with questions just, and I don't know if this is with all doctors. Yeah, I don't Just know. with ours, he was so fast. Yeah. And so like just fire hose with you, like information and then yeah. walk out and yeah. you're like, Uh, So we started preparing ahead things that we wanted to know and ask him, wouldn't let him leave before he answered them. And he was always great about it, but we had to make sure we were proactive about it.
0: He was very, very nice and very helpful when you asked. If you didn't ask though, it was like, boom, boom, next on to the next thing.
1: But I mean, I don't know. I would imagine that for other for anybody else going through it just to have questions like if you have questions as stupid as it might feel to you you don't know this is your first time going through it so ask it and that's their job is to be there to help you
2: absolutely so
1: yeah again a lot of assumed knowledge where you just feel like should i know what that means i don't know
2: yeah (laughs) yeah
1: i mean people just get pregnant just by the you know the natural way like you don't need all the science stuff normally, so right. I don't know what that is.
0: I actually, at this point, have forgotten that people get pregnant yeah,
1: without. without
0: having to go to a doctor and right, a lab right, right. and all that kind of stuff.
1: Oh, that's the other reason, like what with pressure from people. Oh, there's such a stigma of oh, you had a kid <laughs> with the help of others, right? Oh, right. Some kind of judginess too, which I could feel the pressure of that.
2: Yeah, like, and it's not everybody.
1: No. I don't want to be like,
0: everyone sucks, but there are people out there that suck.
1: That's just our experience.
0: Right. So, you know, we were talking actually before this, and this is this is what next week will really be a lot about, is mm-hmm. your support system and what that looks like and all that. It doesn't, it, it's not about like, uh, announcing this to the world necessarily that you're going through this but making sure you you know you have people that you can talk to about it that you don't feel totally alone in and that will be supportive
2: mm-hmm.
0: um because it it's it is very it's just weird it's mm-hmm. just weird it's it's a, it's, yeah. it's bizarre it's not something you're prepared for you're not getting a lot of information sometimes and so to have people you can process that with is is besides each other and we yeah. we we talk a lot obviously um, and we would talk all the way to and from appointments yeah. about what we were thinking and feeling and all yeah. that. But yeah, like my family knew, and that was helpful.
2: Mm-hmm. We did.
0: I mean, it didn't have to be these long, crazy discussions, yeah. but just that they knew. Yeah, was nice. Yeah. Anyway, so IUI we did two or three times. Uh-huh. There's shots involved in that. Oh man, if you're going, to, if you're gonna start going for infertility treatments, uh, I mean, I you, you just you, know you got to get ready for lots of shots.
1: Just. That's just part of it. Yeah. It's not fun, but you, it's worth it in the end. If it works and everything, like it's worth a shot. Yeah. Literally.
0: <laughs> many, many. Shot, shot <laughs> Not shot. throwing away my shot. Oh, uh, man. <laughs> so many options here. So many. So um, so IUI didn't work. And I think had we been younger, he would have said, let's try it a couple more times. Yeah. And he said, you're not younger so IVF is probably a better option for you
2: mm-hmm.
0: especially for because you were so healthy Mm-hmm. Uh, reproductively young
1: on the inside, young
0: on the inside. <laughs> he was like, I, you know, the biggest problem is Matt and we can deal with that. Cause you just, you know, when you do IVF, you just need one. Mm-hmm. They count these things in the millions. I know, you know, it's, it's great. You're low if you're like under 10 million, <laughs> which is insane, to <laughs> insane.
1: me.
0: Um, I think that's the number I don't remember, but yeah, it's, it's it was, it's like, you're expected to have hundreds of millions of sperms going, Just like crazy. which is nuts. I mean, who can live up to that pressure? <laughs> anyway, pressure. <laughs> so yeah, he was like, IVF is your best bet, uh, and so we were we started that, and so that process it remind me because we started and I remember it was October of uh, sixteen. Mm-hmm. Um, what was the what's the what's the first part of that process? Do you remember? shots shots yeah right
1: lower l- l- a lesser amount right and then you progressively add more
0: because they're they're trying to stimulate
1: there's like two or sessions something. like there's the shots that are like controlling when you're gonna ovulate and all this and then they are also helping the eggs grow
0: something like that something
1: like where they get really big your ovaries get really big and it actually kind of hurts yeah like you're you could feel, like, for the first time ever, I'm like, oh, I can feel those. That's uncomfortable. And then they do the retrieval. The
0: retrieval, which is a surgery.
1: Which is surgery. Minor, and but surgery. It's minor. You're still under. Uh, and that's when they do the retrieval. So the first part of IVF is all the shots for it to get ready for that. Yeah. And then they do the retrieval. And then after that, the shots go towards getting your body ready to carry. So it's starting to take over the hormones to, like, yeah. get your body ready for that.
0: So... so so, um, just getting into real practical. So, the day you had the retrieval, mm-hmm. I remember we we lived two miles, I think, or four miles, or something like that, from the hospital. So, I went, I dropped you off, got you checked in, all that. I came home. I think I watched one episode of TV, and they <laughs> called and said you were ready. Like yeah. it's it's fast. fast. It's less than an hour. It's it's not a it's not a major surgery yeah. or anything, um, and they do the retrieval. So that same weekend. So they get the the eggs, and they've they got your stuff, they got my stuff, and they take them to a lab, mm-hmm. and they, however many eggs they get, they mix those together mm-hmm. and see what happens. Yeah. And I believe with you, they got like I mean, it was it was, it was a, pretty high, it was a pretty high amount,
1: higher than a lot, I think.
0: Yeah, I remember he said it was what they would expect from like. Somebody in their early twenties, yeah, not somebody who's almost forty. Yes, so my young, again, my young uterus, always you know. winning, whatever. <laughs> um, but you know, your mileage may vary. Um, so uh, there was a high number, and they so they mix those together that day, and then um, they check on those. I think a day later, mm-hmm. and by then, by even by that point, a lot of them have already it, it failed.
1: Yeah, I guess you know, just not made it.
0: And then they put them back away in the fridge or something. I don't know. Um, hopefully not like next to somebody's lunch. Yeah. And then they check them. I think it's five days later. Yeah. And and see, because there's, some, there's a stage in there that's important. And if they've made it that far, then they are viable. Viable. Mm-hmm. And so that narrowed down to, I think, 14 or something like that for mm-hmm. us. Um, then you have an option. Mm-hmm. You can do, and it, it's more money. It's a, it's it's relatively newer, mm-hmm. I think, but it's it's the genetic testing, mm-hmm. and this is where they do testing and to find out uh, if they if they're if, viable, which ones are gonna be yeah. for sure viable and yeah. which ones like aren't. strong, yeah. And so then that that'll narrow it down, but it also you find out the genders,
1: yeah, which, which is, is bizarre, really crazy, yeah.
0: So that takes a couple days, but that,
1: this is a newer part as opposed to even like ten years ago. Because yeah. before it was like you get that number for us would be like fourteen, I think. Yeah. And then that's what you have, and then you just put in a whole bunch and hope they're yeah strong enough to make it, or at least one takes. But we have a and we have a next stage process where they kind of take care of that before. Yeah. And like can see which ones are going to make it. And
2: yeah. yeah.
0: It's it's well, it's like if you remember that episode of Friends. You know, when oh, Phoebe. Yeah, with Phoebe. <laughs> Phoebe. Phoebe was going to be the surrogate for her brother, and they put in a bunch. Uh-huh. And she's what she said. What am I? Give, a cat giving a birth under the stairs? Yeah. Um. And <laughs> and and, it, and they said in the episode, I remember they said it's like a 20 percent chance that that any one of them will take. Yeah. And so because that's that they have no idea if they don't run that testing. Yeah. Which ones are viable? Which right. ones aren't? So there are people, and we know people who had this done and none of them were viable right. or one out of 10 or right. whatever it is. You just, you don't know. So they used, but they used to not be able to tell them. That's why they would put four or five in. Mm-hmm. And because then the odds are that one of those would take. Mm-hmm. Now that's also why sometimes you would get triplets yeah. and sometimes you would get, you or, know, yeah. or whatever. Um, with the testing, you 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 kind of eliminate some of that, and
1: your percentage of of success is super high. yeah,
0: it's like eighty five to ninety percent. yeah, per one. after
1: the after the testing. So you have really, really, really strong like uh, embryos,
0: yeah. so we did that uh, and then we we put two in
2: mm-hmm. uh,
0: after you did your shots and everything so for the next shots. like three weeks, I think it is to prepare yeah. you for for that and yeah. then do the. Implantation—that's what they call it, uh, right? Transfer. Transfer. Yeah. Yeah. So they put them. Up, they they put them in there. Yep. And uh, and then you wait. Yep. For two weeks. Two weeks.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And um and then you you find out. And for us, we found out that it didn't work. Neither of them took.
1: Yep. First time didn't take.
0: Which uh our doctor was a little concerned about because he said, you know, well, again we did the testing, so they should be about ninety percent likely that each. So the 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 odds that both wouldn't take is yeah. pretty un- unlikely. Yeah. Um, so, but he, before he, you know, he said, before we panic or anything, let's try again. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: And we put two more in and then that was McCoy and Violet.
1: Yep. Yeah. It worked.
0: It worked. Yeah. So, uh, you know, that was in, I think, I think it was February 2nd of 2017. You told me (laughs) that we, that, you know, I came home and you were waiting and you had decorated the nursery. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was very exciting. And so that began that journey of being pregnant and all the things that go along with that for you. Yeah. And,
1: and you know what? Even though I'm pregnant, I still had to do shots. <laughs> I was like, wait, what?
0: You have to do shots for the first trimester.
1: Yeah, Was it I the whole it, trimester? I think
0: it was. I think it was at least 10 weeks.
1: What? Yeah. No. Yeah.
0: What? It was a while. It wow. sucked. I mean, it I sucked for both of us. It wasn't as
1: many though. If I don't think it was that long,
0: I think I think it was so as many the for doctor. the first bit of time, and then it was less. It was like there was one that we had to go do for a while there. Oh I man, you're
1: better at memory, memorizing, memory, remembering. That's the word you're words. looking for.
2: <laughs> <Ugh>.
0: <laughs> well, it was, it was, and it's, and it's. I mean. It, it sucked for both of us because I'm giving you these shots. Uh And at first you were fine, but the more you do it, you start to develop like...
1: These huge... What are those like?
0: I don't welts? know. Like underground bruises. They're huge, <laughs> even know. like
1: whole, like bigger, like a size of a potato.
0: And so... Welts. You kind of are skin. doing them around those and then you run out of space to do that. Yeah, I know. And... And then that's when it gets painful. And then Mm -hmm. that's where I'm like feeling terrible doing this because you're in pain when I'm doing it.
1: There were patches that we found that the doctor gave that like numbed it enough. So we would put these patches on that, uh, and then ice it.
0: <laughs> it was like a lidocaine patch. Yeah, and then you would ice. you would ice it, and that helped a lot. And
1: that helped the pain of the shot before I did it. Yeah, because yeah, it progressively just got more painful just because of those massive welts under your skin.
0: Yeah, we were but, very happy when we got to the last shots.
1: Yes, I think we counted.
0: Oh, we did count at some yeah, point. I think it, it was, was like, over two hundred. Oh yeah, well over uh, two hundred,
1: maybe three hundred. Yeah, but that's still like as you know, we're only four years away after that and I forgot. Yeah. So even though in in the moment it was a lot and like, oh my gosh, this is painful and everything. I mean, I still, I'm glad that we did it. Yeah. And yeah.
0: Did you have any after? I would
1: have done it even if I knew that.
0: Yeah. After we got pregnant, after you got pregnant, did you have any comments or anything (laughs) um, about I don't know. Anybody that tried to rain on your parade at all with that?
1: Um, Well, I had some random lady walking. Like I was out for a walk with all four. Oh, okay. One time.
0: Okay. When the kids, after, after they're all born.
1: After they're all born. Are you talking about before?
0: No, I'm, yeah, I'm talking about when you were pregnant. Oh. Because, you know, I mean, from that point on, really, we can skip to probably when they were, when McCoy and Violet were born because.
1: Yeah, I think I, I think like I got a comment when I was pregnant or and I just started getting like, "Oh, do twins run in your family?" I got oh, yeah. that a
2: lot. People ask
0: that all the time.
1: And sometimes I'd say yes, just lie because I mean, I, there are twins in my family, but it's not this yeah. wasn't Genevieve. <laughs> Anyways, sometimes if you're just like a random person yeah. or if I'm sitting there for a long time, it just depended. Sometimes I said yes and sometimes I said no, but I think I said no one time I'm like, no, we did IVF. And it was like, oh, so it's not like really in your family or something like that. It was super judgy. I'm like, you are the worst. Why did I say that? Why did I tell you? (laughs) I just need to be like, yep, twins are in my family. Yeah. (laughs) Or nope, it was just a coincidence. I don't need to tell every person how I got there. Right, right. And then uh, the other person I was referring to was I was on a walk with all four. And oh, did you have all four? Like well, why did I tell this person? You get into the whole I, I'm thing. I'm never gonna see. I don't even remember her face. But I'm like, no. Well, yes, I had the first two, and the other two are surrogate. So she was like, oh, so they're not really all yours. I'm like, okay, okay. <laughs> so, anyways, yeah, you can choose to, what you want to share. You don't have to. You don't yes. owe anybody. To yeah. share your whole journey,
0: just like anything else in life, yeah. Like it's you know, you bring the people just, in that you can trust and that you need to, yeah. And uh, but you know, and I, sometimes
1: I, know. I think people really want to know, like, oh my gosh, are you oh, have, yeah. like twins? Like how how is this? But like you have twins, is this is great. Is it? Yeah. You know, because it's not. It's common, but it's not super common. Yeah. And you know,
0: I get that question a lot. You, do twins run in your family or your mm-hmm. wife's family? And I found that the more confidently I, if I just say, no, we did IVF. And I just kind of, very matter of fact, they usually are like, oh, cool. And they move on. Yeah, Or they look at you like, oh, like they don't really know what that means. Yeah, <laughs> That's my favorite. It's like, oh, and you can just tell in their eyes, they have no idea what that means. <laughs> and you're like, anyway, so blah, 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 blah. Um, but if, I, if I'm sheepish about it, then it's like, Oh, it, I don't know. There's just a weird Yeah. It's a it's a thing. I don't know. So yeah, for me, the more I just like no very matter of fact, I don't tend to have any, any problems with that. But I also know people are for whatever reason ruder to women about this than they are it's to men.
1: So crazy.
0: And they can all suck it.
1: Just why? I
0: just, don't know. Yeah. So fast forward to I mean, we can we don't even really need pregnancy, uh, you know. Is pregnancy. Uh, But fast forward to the day McCoy and Violet were born, Mm -hmm. they made it full term for twins is 38 weeks. And we had scheduled the C section for 38 weeks. Thank you. Our doctor saying there's almost no chance you're going to make it to that.
2: Yeah.
0: You made it to that. I made it. We went to the hospital, it was all scheduled. And they did the C section, and, you know, these two beautiful, weird looking things. (laughs) I mean, they're beautiful because there are our kids, but also babies when they come out are weird looking and um, are, are, are brought out. And then again, the part of, I don't really know how this goes, but they wheel you into the recovery room. Uh-huh. We go into the recovery room. Yeah. We've got the babies. Uh, my parents come in. We're all, you know, taking pictures and all this. And I'm like, Stacy does not seem very into this
1: how dare her
0: I'm like I don't know more cheerful she was more upbeat while they were taking like ripping her apart in there in surgery taking babies out than you are now and huh well I don't know maybe it's the the whatever drugs they used I have no idea you know I don't know I'm not a I I mean I am a doctor but I'm not that kind of doctor Um, I'm not a doctor anyway uh, and so, yeah. And then you just started seeming more and more out of it. Mm-hmm. Do you remember that at all?
1: Uh, not really. Yeah. Not a ton. Yeah. I was thinking more about the epidural because I've always heard about it. And mm. I like, went in when they were taking me in. I'm like telling the nurse, I'm like, yeah, pretty nervous about this part. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, okay, well, I'm like, how long does it take? She's like, well, why don't you count? And so they did it. And I was like, one, two, oh, there it is. <laughs> it is so fast. <laughs> I'm like, well, I can't feel my feet. She's like, yeah, it's pretty fast. So they like had to move my legs for me. I'm oh, that's like, funny. So yeah, I was pretty upbeat even while it was happening. But I, I definitely was having flash, like now thinking about it. I'm yeah.
0: like
1: in and out of what I actually remember.
0: Yeah, you you were very out of it. And then the nurse comes in and says, you know, we we just, can you guys all step over here? And she pulls the curtain. And she goes, so we just want to check and make sure everything's okay. Mm-hmm. And then she came out and said, "You know, there's still just a little more bleeding than we're comfortable with, so we're gonna just go back and and take a look."
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And they wheeled you back into the OR, mm-hmm. and um, we didn't think anything of it. Like I just, oh, oh okay. It they didn't seem super concerned. They were kind of, you know, and uh, and then you you were in there for a bit, and then and and everything after that, the order of it is gonna be wrong because I. It just was very, it feels jumbled and chaotic, Mm -hmm. not because it was chaos going on, but like chaos of emotions. Yeah. I've got my two new babies here. My family, we're all, but you're not there and everything's okay, but maybe it's not. But then I'm happy because I'm amazing and babe, but then what's going on? And- I don't know. Like so,
1: where are you supposed to be? Like are you babies? Right.
0: Are you really okay? Are they not telling me? And and and
1: And they were big too. They were almost it was he was seven pounds and she was almost six.
0: Yeah. She was so five fifteen and he big was seven for twins. Four, I think, or something like that. Like they were they were big. Yeah. Um, So they did
1: fine. They were great. They were were great. great.
0: (laughs) Yeah, they were fine. They had no problems, fortunately. So, and then they came back out at some point and said, you know, we're going to, we can't, basically your uterus wasn't contracting.
1: It wasn't, yeah, it wasn't going back in. It wasn't.
0: Going back to its normal size or whatever. Yeah,
1: whatever the contracting. So they tried all of these different things. And from there, I just have the like, Flash where my eyes are open and something's happening, and then I close my eyes again, and then a flash, and then some, I see someone else, and then yeah. then they're sticking some kind of pill in my mouth, and then you know yeah,
2: like,
1: just little flashes, moments, things that are happening yeah, but I didn't have the thought like I'm scared or what's happening. It was
0: just yeah yeah, so
1: confused. M- meanwhile,
0: they tell me oh go go down to the cafeteria get some food. They're trying to downplay it's no big deal and i'm in the cafeteria and i hear them call it code on your room and i just i'm like i couldn't move i didn't know what to do i you know my dad and my sister were there and anyway so grab grab the food that i had they they bought it i went running and um and get up there and there's an army of nurses and doctors and everything and they're kind of in like Panic mode. Yeah. And, uh, you know, anyway, over the next couple hours, the chaplain comes to talk to me. They're Which, having me oh, sign God. paperwork, all this stuff. I'm, like, freaking out. Uh, the babies are upstairs in the nursery now. And I'm, like, do I go up and visit them? But what if something happens down here and I miss it? And it was just – that was crazy. Um, and so, in the end, they had to do an emergency hysterectomy.
1: Yeah. My right? 22-year-old um, uterus did not hold up. Yeah. Guys. <laughs> It was young for the the carrying part, and then it said, "I'm done."
2: Yeah, <laughs> yes.
1: To make light of it, but still, yeah. I mean, yeah. It, it, they had to do it to save my life, and so yes,
0: so I'm glad they did it. Our doctor, Dr. Mahler, was amazing, and yeah. um, if you're in the Orange County area and you need a, uh, he's the best. What is he? An uh, O B. Oh, no, B.
2: Mm-hmm. Then
0: you know, we recommend him. He's at Hogue, uh, but he he said that she may have taken several years off his life that day. he's, yeah. he's never had a, a situation quite like that.
1: I yeah, had a couple transfusions. Yeah,
0: they gave her they replaced the all the blood in her body twice. Yeah, which is crazy. Nuts. So, um, but then she was okay. And I
1: was okay, I was in the ICU, but I. I just remember, so my memory there was I'm in the ICU, but my eyes are swollen shut, but I didn't know they were swollen. I just could not see. And I'm like, why can't I open my eyes? And then my mouth was so dry. Like, if you've had surgery, you know that you just wake up with like crazy cotton mouth. I'm like, what? I'm like, I need water. I cannot swallow. And the nurse would just not give me any. He's like, here's one ice cube. I'm like, I.
2: more I, mean, I
1: could I know I was being annoying but I just couldn't I was so uncomfortable but I think they might have just taken some tube out of my mouth or something yeah and then seeing the picture that you took of me after now I realized why I couldn't see because my face was massive huge yeah. and swollen they did not warn me about that we're so swollen I was unrecognizable so she
0: was I walked in and I'm like I think that's her.
1: <laughs> Who is that?
0: Because, and he was, the doctor was there and he's like, that's normal. They just, because of all the fluids and IV stuff that they were pumping you full of, you just, you swell. I mean, but you looked like
1: I, three yeah. times your size. Oh my gosh. So I didn't get to hold the babies until like very, like 12 hours after they were born.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
1: And I couldn't see them because my eyes were so Yeah. Yet. So I could hear one and yeah.
0: Yeah but um Stacy was a champ we that was they were born on Thursday and she went home on Monday yeah and between the hysterectomy and the C-section i mean that's a lot of things to recover from that's yeah. a lot of trauma to your body and uh and you you recovered very quickly yeah very quickly they
1: said i did i, I did well recovering <laughs> yeah i was
0: i was impressed i thought we were going to be there another week yeah. and it was like monday no we think you're going home monday and you did and uh even at home that week you were I mean, you recovered quickly. Yeah. But um, obviously that put us in a place of, well, now we still have some embryos and Mm -hmm. you can't carry them. What do we do? Yeah. Yeah. So when we realized, obviously we had, you know, we didn't have a clear path forward, Mm -hmm. I guess. I mean, I feel like, as I recall, we came to a sort of conclusion pretty quickly.
1: Yeah.
0: What was that? like for you?
1: Well, I, I think our doctor said it. Did he? That you could... There's other options. That's what he said. Because yeah. I remember him telling me, while I can't see and while I'm in the ICU still, <laughs> like he had to break the news what they yeah. did, you know? And I think you were there and I definitely cried. Um, But... He also said, you know, th- but there are other options. So this isn't the end of the road for you. Yeah. Important thing is that we, you're you're good. Yeah. You're alive, and we'll figure out the rest later. But for right now, like this is a hysterectomy, all that stuff. So yeah. you're like, I'm dealing with. Okay, I just gave birth, so I'm excited. Lost something, you know, it's part of my body, and it's kind of a big part of. A woman. <laughs> like, yeah. You know, there's a lot of identity somehow tied to that. I'm like, oh my gosh. Now I can't do the thing that I'm supposed to be able to do. Right. And there's that. And then what to do next. And I don't know. It's just a lot of emotions and yeah. almost having died and how do I process that? Yeah. And, you know, it was scary on the back end because mm-hmm. I wasn't scared during, but like to hear about that and what that could have meant. So anyways, I just... It was a lot to process, but I feel like I handled it okay.
0: You handled it great. Yeah, yeah.
1: And you, we didn't really start talking about what to do next until too much longer. We
0: wait. Isn't I think I feel like we waited like three weeks or something like that. Which, <laughs> it seems I mean,
1: soon. But it seems
0: soon, but it's also it's like this massive thing happened to you. We we knew we had plans. To do that again. Yeah. To do IVF again. Mm-hmm. Um, or at least the transfer part of it. Yeah. And so it was kind of the obvious next question to I as I recall to the point where I think it came up during like the first week at home. Yeah. And we were like, let's just, let's just get settled in. Yeah. And we can, you know. We'll,
2: we'll figure it out. After.
0: And so I think it was actually for me. Uh, harder even waiting the three weeks because it was the obvious next question of, yeah. well, now what? Yeah. And, but at the same time, we wanted to be like present with the two right. babies that we right. just brought home and our firsts. I and- think
1: we wouldn't have been as rushed to be now what if we were younger, right? Oh, right. Yeah, that too. Yeah, for so sure. So we would have had, we just still like, we're coming up on 40 and we're well, like, but uh
0: <laughs> I think also it, it's not so, it wasn't so much like, oh, we have to make a decision. It was like, what I wanted to see where you were, like, what were you thinking? Oh, and what right. was I thinking, and what are the are there other options? i we never considered anything beyond right. we're gonna do this again, right. You know, we've got more embryos. We're gonna just try again, yeah. And so I think there was just that like it wasn't making the decision necessarily. It was just starting the conversation of what are you thinking? What am right. I thinking?
1: When you do IVF, the part that you like we just never knew. But mm-hmm. you just don't think about is there's all kinds of decisions you have to make yeah. that are really hard, yeah, and um, they're very like personal. They're very like ethical, like mm-hmm. just. And one of them is like if you have multiple embryos, right, and you don't use them all, what do you do with the other ones? Right. there's a lot of different things you can, you know, little a lot of different options, yeah. And as we weighed those out, the for us, what the only thing that felt right for us right. was we got to give them a
2: shot. Yeah.
1: We have to, because for us to feel okay and feel good about it, like we have these, um, we went through a lot to get them. Yeah. And even though, and in this case now,
2: mm-hmm. I
1: can't carry them. So in order to give these embryos a shot, we our only answer was surrogacy. That was the right. only option. Yeah. Um, for us.
0: So, and we found that we got that. We got there pretty quickly. I mean, yeah, because
1: that was, we knew that was what we wanted to do. Next.
0: Yeah, and I think for me it was just checking in to go like,
1: are you still good?
0: Are is that is that what you're thinking? Like, because you can adopt out your like can. you can adopt out your embryos, yeah, which you is
2: can.
0: just a weird thing to think about. It is, but you can do it, and there's people you can help in yeah, that. And I, know. I think for some people that may be a great option. Um, for us, it felt like that. I don't think I can do that. Right. For yeah. Us. So, and, but yeah,
1: there's a lot of options, and we just couldn't didn't feel that any of them fit us best. Besides, right, we got to give them a shot. Yeah, whatever that takes. So that means surrogacy.
0: Yeah. So we looked into that. Uh, well, we probably w- we waited a little bit. Yeah. We we had the conversation probably three weeks after McCoy and Violet were born, and then um, I think it was another three months before. Yeah. We actually started reaching out to. Mm-hmm surrogacy agencies and, and yeah
1: because we didn't know how long this would take so it yeah. sounds crazy like oh you have three month old twins and you're trying to have but i just we didn't know we,
0: the we, we didn't know anything about it like, like nothing zero <laughs> so <laughs> I didn't know
1: i still don't know one single person well now i do but <laughs> like didn't know at that point anybody who had gone through surrogacy yeah at all yeah like just like you hear of celebrities that did it, but there's like they don't share anything about it. They right. just had kids via surrogate, right? But yeah, didn't know anything about it. So it's just brand new.
0: Yeah, it was a whole. I mean, we'd heard about it. We knew about Phoebe on Friends.
1: Yes, that was about it. Yes,
0: when she had her brother's babies. Yes, uh, but yeah, it was it was it was totally foreign to us, and so we. I mean, Stacy. You, you. I started
1: researching. You start
0: researching.
2: There's all...
1: there's so many different options. You there's a lot of surrogacy agencies that are out of state. Yeah. It's a little cheaper sometimes to do it distance. Yeah. Wise, um, a lot of agencies do it uh, out of the country. Yeah. Um. So, but we knew we wanted somebody local, like places local, because we wanted to be involved. Yes and also to be there easily for the birth. And so we found one nearest to us, um, suggested suggested to us by our fertility doctor.
0: Oh, is that where we got that? Yep. Yeah.
1: And went with them. And then, then you go through this whole basically dating profile yeah. thing. Like you fill out packets for yourself and your husband, and then you are put on like, basically like a dating app like you're on this website yeah and the surrogate has to like you too so we can look through different files of surrogates Mm -hmm. and there's so many questions that are asked of them they go for a surrogate now we've we've learned yeah they have to go through so much to become
0: yeah to even get into
2: that database to the agency Yeah. yeah
1: they go through psychological screening, medical screening, background like all kinds of background stuff. Yeah. Like it's pretty intense. Yeah. Um, and a big one that we've learned is like a key and they all are required to be mothers previously. Like they have to have at least one child of their own. Of their own. One to show that they can give birth successfully but also like psychologically, mentally that they're not going to become attached.
0: Yeah, they're not looking to have another baby for themselves. (laughs) Yeah, so there's
1: no, yeah. So they go into this knowing full well that this is, you know, a a job and something they're paid for and they're not like legally or anything. There's no expectation that they're going to get any part of your kid yeah you know
0: and i and i so. i think even prior to that like when we first reached out i mean this is a good thing to know is um sort of like with the ivf stuff and everything like there's a lot of assumed knowledge yeah there's the the surrogacy agencies uh are really set up to support the surrogates yes. more than the parents
1: which doesn't make sense
0: doesn't make sense to me it should be yeah. both ways I, they definitely should support the surrogates right but so we called and like Stace, I was like, Stace, ask them if we can come in and have like an orientation, like give us an overview of how this works.
1: Can you explain this? Yes.
0: And they were kind of like, oh yeah, sure. I guess. <laughs> and I'm like, how is that Seems not just standard?
1: Obvious.
0: Like, can you but please it, explain? it made me feel like we were the first people to ever ask yeah, for that. I definitely, I'm
1: like, it felt awkward. Like, okay. Again, this is also pre COVID. So we were able to like go have in-person meetings and. Right. But, um, yeah, finally got to go in and meet with the agency and, like, they explained how it goes yeah. and got a packet and kind of what everybody does there. And, and
0: costs. Costs, and, yeah. which
1: is good to know when you're going into it. Just right. like IVF. It's like IVF because it's going to be IVF for the surrogate. Right. Plus yes. agency fees. Plus. Yeah. Just you're paying for the surrogate
0: IVF so. minus the 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 retrieval yeah. and, the, and the actual yeah, the making of, of the embryos like which is the most expensive part yeah. of IVF so mm-hmm. um you're you're not doing that part again if you already have them but if you don't you're doing IVF yep and then you're doing all of surrogacy stuff which. Uh, And then you get into contracts and you, you, well, first you have to match. So you Match. match, we matched with two.
1: Yeah. You go through a database and just look through ones that you're feel like you feel comfortable with.
0: Yeah. And then we interviewed both of them. Yeah. And then we selected one, and she fortunately selected us as well. And so, yay, we have a surrogate.
1: Yeah, it's a match. It's crazy. And then you get assigned a case manager mm -hmm. who is – it's important to have one because she goes to the appointments. Yeah. Just so that there's a third person there hearing the doctor appointments so that just in case there's ever any kind of misunderstanding or whatever,
2: Mm
1: -hmm. that everybody is hearing the same thing. And it's recorded somehow, and we're just all – yeah, yeah, we're all on the same page.
0: And unfortunately, the medical practices or mm-hmm. laws or whatever standards um, don't haven't really caught up as far as surrogacy goes. So, for example, technically, a doc, the patient here when they go to the doctor is the surrogate, not us, right? Obviously, so we can't call and ask for information on that right. on what what's going on or any of that kind of stuff. Which we were fine because we wanted to go to the appointments, but then a lot of these doctors
1: wouldn't let us go in. Wouldn't
0: let us go in, because they either just don't understand how this works or why that's important, or even even when we jump ahead to the birth, and they were like, "Nope, just one of you." Yeah, and it was like, "What?" And our even our caseworker was like, "What?" Because yeah. normally at most of the hospitals they let them, but at this one hospital we were at, they're like, "No, just just one of you." And I had been thinking the whole time I was gonna get to be there. Right. You know, and now I'm in a waiting room sitting, not even not even the main waiting room with my parents and stuff. Like I'm in they put me in the room they're gonna bring you to and bring the babies to in there for over an hour. Yeah. Just hanging out.
1: You definitely feel like you're on the outside. Not I mean the the doctors often make that even worse because not only are you physically actually yeah. Not even part of this process because yeah. someone else is carrying a baby for you. Yeah. But you are the mom. Right. But they're doing it for you. It's and just then they weird. kind of like not meaning to, but the doctors just are treating the person who's actually carrying the baby. And, you know, so then you feel like even more
0: You just you feel like kind I'm of I'm on the outside. <laughs> the third wheel in the room.
1: Third wheel. This is awkward. It's yeah. a very awkward process. It's also Really amazing, because yeah, to the fact that you can have your kids, yeah, even if you can't physically do it, yeah, is pretty amazing, yeah, and we were able to have such a great and kind and just a great surrogate, yeah, who did such a great job of taking care of our babies, and mm-hmm. she was healthy, active, kept us updated, sent us little videos. she um, they suggest, um, just like when you're pregnant, yeah. you, they, you know, play music. We got those little baby buds, little yeah. music headphones that you put on your stomach, but we would talk into it and read books and stuff and send it to our surrogate and she would play it for them. And we called
0: it a womb cast. <laughs>
1: yes. <laughs> we were womb casting we would, this yeah. episode on your womb cast.
0: We'd read like books that, they are, that McCoy and Violet loved uh-huh. and, and weirdly, some of those books, like there are their favorites they are and I don't know if that's it's, a thing or not it, but is. it
1: has to be I know that in utero is very important yeah so yeah she was just great and yeah. she was fine with us like that when you're when you're matching with someone we knew that we wanted to be super involved yes and so the surrogates when they're filling out their profiles they can say whether they're Comfortable with that. Some yeah. are just like hands off. They just don't want. like just want to do the job and give birth, and then you can have the baby.
0: And some parents are that way. And too. some
1: parents are that way too.
0: Our fertility doctor
1: did this had, too.
0: Did did surrogacy, and he said after the transfer, he did not see or talk to the surrogate the surrogate until the day the kids were born.
1: Yeah. So I mean, there's definitely different, but. He matched with someone who didn't care. Yeah. I'm sure. So but we wanted to be involved and and she was great and local enough. Yeah. As close as we so far, but it was local enough.
0: We're in Orange (laughs) County. She lived out she lives out in Riverside. Yeah. Like Redlands. Yeah. Um,
1: but we still
0: It was just weird to be like, Oh yeah, this this person that we just met out in red out in redlands is growing babies it's, for us
1: it's such a <laughs> it's, it's such a weird thing because it's such a intimate process yeah even for yourself but yeah. then when someone else is involved and then all the doctors and everyone who's keeping track case manager of the surrogate agency of the fertility doctors and then her ob yeah. and like then you have a lawyer yeah. that's part of it too oh yeah um that's important at first that sounds scary because you're like oh my gosh but that's actually you need that cuz they have to have like the documents at the hospital to sign that they're yours yeah
0: because the hospital would without that just Give the birth certificate sh- her name would go on the birth certificate
1: right so you have to make sure that your name is yeah so there's that's a whole all whole legal very process for
0: that yes. there's a, even just even just before you you officially get started and you you pick some you pick a surrogate you've got the whole legal contract of because there's so many little things it's to- It's such a long document. <laughs> oh, man. And, and yeah. So there's there's just a lot there. It's, it's helpful to have people who know uh, or have been through it or whatever. Just ask as many questions. If you ever do this. Yeah. ask Just ask questions.
1: I guess we're telling you so that like the curtain can be pulled back and so you can go, oh, that's what you have to do. Yeah. So that if you're if you're faced with you need to go down this route, it's like, okay, kind of have a little bit of expectation. Not to scare you from it, but more to give you information. Yeah. Like this is normal or this is yeah, It, it this was is am- what to be expected. It was you know? amazing. Like it was. it was
0: amazing. It just there's a lot to there's a lot to it.
1: There's a lot to
0: it. <laughs> uh, it's very, it's very complex, but um in the end. You know what the best part for me was? I think I worried a little bit that I wouldn't feel as connected to these two because we, and I know you did too. I
1: worried about that so much.
0: My favorite thing is when now you'll sometimes just not thinking about it, say something like, wait a minute, was that when I was pregnant with McCoy and Violet or Poppy and Wells? And then all of a sudden you'll catch yourself and be like, Oh wait, I didn't carry them. I didn't like,
1: carry them. I don't, I don't even think about it. We don't
0: even think about it. And it's you've, nuts. It's this when you're going through. It's like anything else when you're going through it. It's the biggest thing in the world. Yep. And then in the end, you've got kids. I know. You've got a kid. You've got the thing you wanted that you needed. You know that you did it all for, and that's all that matters. Yeah, it really is all. I that was matters.
1: so stressed. I mean, I was going through therapy too during that time. Mm-hmm. But near the near the end, when they were about to. Be born, I was so worried that what if they don't know my voice? Right. And what if, like, they don't make that connection and attachment to me? And, you know, well, I feel the same because I'm not breastfeeding them, or, right. you know, and I felt bad about that. I'm like, gonna be giving them, not, you know, like, yeah. it's just. There's some emotions there that I feel bad that I can't provide for them. Right. What I should be. Yeah. But I'm still going to be their mom. Yeah. And, and they're and they plenty
0: attached to you, by the way.
1: Very <laughs> yes. But when I heard their little cries, it still was as if I gave birth to them. Yeah. And instantly connected to them. And the crazy thing, too, is that. Well, it's not that crazy because they're all made at the same time. They look very sim- Like, they're very similar. Yeah. Like you, you could tell that they are siblings. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's not like, oh, they got different features or whatever. No.
0: The trippiest thing about IVF, surrogacy, all of it, right, is we could have gone dozens of different ways with this. We could have had one at a time and we uh-huh. would have had the same kids, but they would have been spaced out. Yeah. We could have done three and one, two and two, one and like whatever. And we would have had the same kids and they would have been just or in different orders or whatever. Yep. We
1: could have got girls together, boys together. And
0: technically they are all from the same batch as we say, (laughs) you know, so (laughs) like they're, it's bizarre. They're twins and twins, but also they could have been
1: quads. They could have been one at one at a time.
0: It's just so weird. I know. It's so weird to think about it really screws with your head.
1: <laughs> I know. <laughs> like, I don't think about it too much. Or it
0: could have been Wells and Violet and Poppy and McCoy Different combo. or it could have been Wells and McCoy and Poppy and Violet like I know. Th- it could have gone any of those ways. Uh and and it just we chose the way it did and uh, but it could yeah, it's just so bizarre. It's to crazy
1: think about. too cuz both the boys were baby A. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. And both the girls were baby B, which A is the one that comes out first.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So, and that's based on position. Yeah, all position. And, yeah.
1: It's just funny that the boys were bigger and baby A's.
0: Yeah. But um, both both of our, our boys, baby A's, didn't move almost at all <laughs> in there. They picked a spot, both in you and then in and, Vivian. Uh-huh. Uh, and, and the girls were very active yep. and pushed them into the corners. Both of our boys ended up needing those those bands the he, the he, helmet things.
1: Oh, the helmet. Yeah, yep. the, we did and, both of them and, and they both had uh jaundice.
0: Yeah. And I I swear the head thing is, was because they were squished in the corner yeah, no, the whole were, time sure. and didn't McQuay
1: McQuay got jammed into the corner and he had uh what's that called um
0: Oh, right. The
1: torticollis.
0: Yeah. In his, uh, with his neck. Yeah. He
1: went through like Pretty six, severe. six months of physical therapy and had to wear the like two different helmets for his head shape. <laughs> Man. And Wells had a little less time in that arena, but both of them did. And then both of them had to spend some time in the NICU for, not, yeah, NICU yeah. For, yeah, uh, for, for jaundice. Yeah. And then Wells spent, Longer.
0: Well, Wells yeah. had to go back after we had we had taken to chalk With for his. But um, actually, McCoy wasn't in the NICU. He they brought the thing into your room at Hogue, um, which was such a much better experience. Anyway, um, yeah. but it's yeah, it's just
1: funny that the boys did and the yeah. girls didn't.
0: And yeah, yeah, but they're all good now. You know, it, it is bizarre after all of that. It's like you got you got your kids, you got the family, and. I, I don't think about that stuff except for when we talk about it on things like this.
1: Like this and then upcoming whenever we explain their birth story. So that will be interesting. Oh, yeah. I'm definitely going to tell them. Yeah. But it'll just be interesting like we're going to make it normal. Yeah. But it'll be an interesting thing that we talked about, talk about. Yeah. <laughs> like someone else gave birth to you, but I'm we're still your parents. Yeah. Different than adoption because you're actually like part of us like you yeah. are from us just someone else's stomach yeah. You know?
0: yeah well um before we wrap up i i, I think i just want to say one one more thing it, which is um we've had quite a few women reach out to us over the years um and who were thinking about being surrogates oh that's so
1: cool
0: and just to find out what our experience was and that type of thing i it is it I, I gotta tell like i i do i don't think about the process that much, but when we have things with poppy and wells, birthdays, even like Mother's Day, things like that i I just i'm always um so we're both always so grateful for our surrogate Vivian yeah. and that and we we still stay in contact with her. It is the greatest gift. Yeah. I mean, it really is. Because otherwise, her, we don't have them. Right. Yep. I mean, it, it is the greatest gift. And so, um, you know, if that's something you're, as you're listening and you're, you're thinking of doing it, I think it takes a very particular kind of person to be able to yeah. do that. And, and it's because it, it's a huge sacrifice.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, I mean, I think there's good money in it, but, uh, <laughs> but as far as yeah. like everything involved with it, but it's, the, it's just an amazing gift you can it give. It is.
1: It's such a cool gift. And for her, um, she was like, I love being pregnant. i mm-hmm. been pregnant three times. Love it. Yeah. I, I just feel my best when I'm pregnant. Yeah. And... Um, and then I love helping people. Yeah. So it was just such a great fit. Yeah. You know? And, and she so
0: she did it again after us. She did. Yeah.
1: And our case manager, actually, I think she did it four times.
0: Four times. And she has three of her own kids, and right?
1: Yeah. Some, two, two or three of her own. And we're like, what? But, you know, it's just, you get to, if you love being pregnant. Yeah. And then you don't have to do the newborn thing. You just like have the babies and then parents get to have them. And you're like, I'm done.
2: Yeah. <laughs> and,
1: but you got that whole experience and you help somebody and yeah. I don't know it's just so cool
0: yeah so. so if you're listening Vivian thank you again yes
2: thank you
0: alright uh, next week um, we're gonna have Doug and Jesse from Uniquely Knitted here yes. and we're gonna answer a lot of your questions um, we were gonna share some things that some people sent in this week but we're way over time so we'll save those for next week as well yeah but man, this is. It, feel free to ever reach out with questions because this is a, a a topic that I think people don't talk about enough. I know, and it's way more common than than you know. Yeah, you know, people think they're very, especially with just infertility, like very feel very alone in it, mm-hmm. and that's what I think you'll hear from Doug and Jesse next week. But it's super common, mm-hmm. and um, and we would love to provide any support we can as far as you know, just yeah. just tips or ideas or whatever. And I'm sure it'll come up on the podcast again as well. But um yeah. Thanks
1: it's, for listening. Yeah. Thanks for listening to <laughs> our for story. Us share.
0: Part two next week with Doug and Jesse from Uniquely Knitted. Check them out. They've got a great podcast as well called uh, infertility feelings, and mm-hmm. it's all about that. But always listen to ours first, and then listen to <laughs> theirs, because that's <laughs> order is important. But uh, yeah, we'll be we'll be back next week with Doug and Jesse. And until then, you know, follow us on Instagram, Parenting is Hard podcast. Join the join the Parenting is Hard community on Facebook. I'm telling you, it's awesome. And um, and if you're there, keep participating. We're very thankful for you. And uh, have a great week. And and remember,
1: parenting is hard.
0: Well, I was going to say. We got this. We got this. You got this. All right. (laughs)
1: Talk
2: to you later. Bye. Bye.
0: Parenting is Hard with Matt and Stacey Barnes is recorded at Rogue Collective in Santa Ana, California. The show is produced and engineered by me, Matt Barnes. Music is by Jared Atherton. Creative Direction is by Corey Hill. Hope O'Kelly is our designer with an assist from Mariama Meister. Belinda Carter-Thompson is our strategic director. And Taylor Bolanos manages the social media and marketing strategy for Parenting is Hard with an assist from Hannah Bowers. Join our Facebook community at facebook.com/groups/parenting is hard community and follow us on Instagram at parenting is hard podcast got a question or contribution for the show visit the contact page of our website at www.parentingishard.com We'll see you next time this has
2: been a rogue Labs production.